You're listening to Rama for Today. You know, a lot of times in describing things, our terms are so inaccurate or sometimes obscure until we really leave the wrong impression. We ought to just speak where the Bible speaks. Amen. And the way the Bible said it. You see, when the worm's born again, you become a new man in Christ. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Spirit-filled life. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Brother Hagan for today's message. I remember a number of years ago, we were preaching in California. In fact, I, I preached uh, or taught at uh, youth camps. We was up there about five weeks up in the mountains above Sonora, California, for Foursquare Church. And, and we had, uh, you know, recreation as well as teaching. And uh, different churches came in. They had softball teams. And the salt, the Foursquare Church softball team from Crescent City, California, had won the city championship. And so we had a staff. We got a staff. Uh, I, I pitched, and we beat them one to nothing. <laughs> now, I went back the next year. Now, see, I'm up in my mid-30s. I'm 37 time I got there this next year. But I didn't exercise that year like I should. And so we went there the next year, and I had to play right field. Right field was short. There was a ravine there. If anything was hit over the right field or into this ravine, it's an automatic double. Didn't have much ground to cover. And then in knocking the ball, my wife said, honey, last year you hit a ball like that and made a home run before the outfielders could run it down because knocked it over all of them. Before they could run it down, I've cleared the bases. Said you hit the ball it's far and even further this year and barely get into second base. She said, you run like your legs are rubber. I said, they feel like they're rubber. I, I tell them what to do, but they don't do it. No, the outward man is decaying. Amen. The outward man's not the real you. The outward man is the house that you live in. The inward man is the real you. Amen. Now, before we can understand how God will guide us through our spirits, we must first find out what our spirit is. Now, look at 1 Peter, the third chapter and the fourth verse. Peter said, talking about the women, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. Now, it's interesting to what he said here in this verse in 1 Peter 3, 4. He said, who's adorning, talking about the wives and the women, who's adorning, let it not be the outward adorning of the flesh or the body, the outward man, in other words, such as plaiting their hair, wearing of gold, and putting on of apparel. I heard a preacher preaching on the radio and he used part of this text that the women shouldn't fix their hair. I, as a Baptist minister, 
60 some odd years ago, got baptized in the Holy Ghost, got the left foot of fellowship among the Baptists and came over among the Pentecostals. And they were sort of, many of them, you know, about women's dress. And one of my deacons asked me, he said, Brother Hagin, why don't you ever preach on women's dress? I said, I don't hardly know how to dress myself. Must not try to tell the women how to dress. Amen. Amen. And so, rather, because, you know, they've got these ideas, and, uh, I'd help my wife wash her hair. Uh, you fellas ever have your wife wash your hair, dry it, and set it, and so on? Man, it's a job. <laughs> I said to her, how much does it cost? Now, I'm talking about 1939. I said, how much does it cost to get, you know, a, a shampoo set and dry? 65 cents. But them days are gone forever. <laughs> 65 cents. I said, here, here, here's 65 cents. Go get your hat. One of the ladies of my church said, I hear that Sister Hagen went to the beauty parlor. I said, she sure did. I sent her. Well, I said, don't you know that ladies down there in the beauty parlor are talking vulgar and evil? I said, I don't know. I've never been to one. But I said, in the barbershop where I go, they talk vulgar and evil. But I just don't pay any attention. I don't quit getting my hair cut just because somebody's talking bad. Amen. Well, yeah, but don't you know she sat down there in that beauty parlor. That's what they call them, though, they're beauty parlors, you know. That women are smoking cigarettes. I said men smoke cigarettes in the grocery store where I go to and in the barbershop, but I don't let it affect me. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Why don't you, another one of my deacons said, why don't you preach against beauty parlors? I said, dear God, I'm not going to preach against anything that's doing good. <laughs> that's right. That's what I told him. That's what I told him. That's what I told him. I said, the Lord knows some of these women need something. You go back and look at some of those old-fashioned Pentecostals and you can see right away that they needed help. Some of them would come to church and it looked like, you know, their hair was a last year's bird nest. Oh, how come it get? Wait a minute. Look at that verse again. Look at the whole verse. No. So this preacher on the radio said women shouldn't fix their hair and they shouldn't go to beauty shops and all that and they shouldn't wear gold. I thought, wonder why I don't read the rest of that verse. It says in putting on the apparel. So if they weren't supposed to get their hair fixed, they weren't supposed to wear gold, they're not supposed to wear clothes. In the apparel of clothes. No, what's he saying? Don't spend all your time on the outward man. See to it, first of all, that the inward man, the hidden man of the heart, is clothed with a mite, quiet and a meek spirit. Amen? Now, Paul calls him inward man and inner man. Peter here called him hidden, hidden man of the heart. But inner man, hidden man, is really the spirit of man. 
when the Bible speaks of the heart, ordinarily it's speaking of the spirit, the inward man, or the hidden man. That is the real man. Praise God forevermore. Now notice 2 Corinthians, you're familiar with this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, or person, man or woman, be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now see, when he talks about any man being in Christ, he's talking about this inward man that's born again. Amen. When you got born again, you certainly didn't get a new body. You got the same body you had. If you're blue-eyed, you still got blue eyes. If you're pug-nosed, you still got pug-nosed. If you got born again, you're bald-headed, you're still bald-headed. Amen? No, he's talking about the inward man has become a new man in Christ. One translation said, he's a new, or this translation said, King James, he is a new creature. Another translation said, he's a new creation. You know, a lot of times in describing things, our terms are so inaccurate or sometimes obscure until we really leave the wrong impression. We ought to just speak where the Bible speaks. Amen. And the way the Bible said it. You see, when the one's born again, you become a new man in Christ. Amen. Now, Paul in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, 23rd verse says, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now notice that Paul is praying for the church of Thessalonica and he starts on the inside and comes to the outside. Spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Amen. I notice a lot of times, noticing some on the radio, then reading the periodical. I don't know why they didn't look it up in the scripture first, of some ministries that they put body first. In supposedly quoting this verse, they said body, soul, and spirit. That's not what it said. It said spirit, soul, and body. Now, why did they do that? Because you see, they were more body conscious. So they put the body first. But we need to be more spirit conscious not so body conscious. We need to think of ourselves as spirit beings, possessing souls and living in the body. I am a spirit being. Hallelujah. You are a spirit being. I have a soul. I live in this physical body. This physical body is just the house that I live in. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. Now then again, we need to differentiate the difference between soul and spirit. Here's a subject that I've studied over 40 years, I guess, before I ever really found some answers. I asked uh, the leading Bible teachers of America, uh, what's the difference between soul and spirit or spirit and soul? And eight of them out of 10 said, I thought they were the same. I heard someone one time ask Billy Graham. I didn't ask him, but someone else asked him, what's the difference between spirit and soul? 
he said the same thing. I thought they were the same. I noticed in more recent times he's changed, however. <laughs> that was way back there. Well, no, they're not the same. Because if they're the same, you couldn't divide them. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We got a good offer this month. This is a great offer. We have here, of course... Uh, this, this is an awesome book. This is a staple, awesome book, The Holy Spirit and His Gifts. And then it has uh, it has some questions at the end of each one, each chapter. It's about the Holy Spirit. Uh, this is he. Dad talks about his experience. Yes. He talks about the Holy Spirit and 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 what it is mm-hmm. and, and why we need it. And it, it's just a great, great, great book. Yes. And then uh, then here is the Glory of God by Dad a CD uh, a CD. And then here's four. CDs by myself called the Person of the Holy Spirit series. And of course, when you talk about the power of God, you're talking about the Holy Spirit. He is the power part of the of the Godhead. And so, uh, listen, that is a a $50.95 value. That's right. And we are offering it for $34.95. That is $16 off. That is a good offer. That is price. a good offer. Hey, go yes. right now and order right there on the com- on your computer. You can order it. That's the best way to get it, the fastest way to get it. That- call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on the Spirit-Filled Life. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.